In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass. Asked especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Peter Murphy, whose first anniversary of death is today. Uh, we especially remember him in our prayers, and of course his wife and family, and all who grieve his loss. Please also remember Eileen Joey in your prayers, uh, who's in uh, stage four uh, of cancer and is in palliative care, uh, and prayers are asked for her. And Alison Muir too, who died very suddenly uh, just a few days ago, aged 52, uh, and uh, specially requested uh, by her mum, uh, Patricia Watson. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, Look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. I do not boast of preaching the gospel since it's a duty which has been laid on me. I should be punished if I did not preach it. If I had chosen this work myself, I might have been paid for it. But as I have not, it is a responsibility which has been put into my hands. Do you know what my reward is? It's this. In my preaching to be able to offer the gospel, the good news, free, and not to insist on the rights which the Gospel gives me. So, though I am not a slave of anyone, I have made myself the slave of everyone, so as to win as many as I could. I made myself all things to all, in order to save some at any cost. And I still do this for the sake of the Gospel, to have a share in its blessings. All the runners at the stadium are trying to win, but only one, of them get them, only one of them gets the prize. You must run in the same way, meaning to win. All the fighters at the games get, go into strict training. They do this just to win a wreath that will wither away. But we do it for a wreath that will never wither. This is how I run, intent on winning. That is how I fight, not beating the air. I treat my body hard and make it obey me. For having been an announcer myself, I should not want to be disqualified. The, the, the word of the Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy. To God, the living God. The sparrow herself 
finds a home and the swole a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you and whose hearts are the roads to Zion. For the Lord is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favour and his glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told a parable to the disciples. Can one blind man guide another? Surely both will fall into a pit. The disciple is not superior to the teacher. The fully trained disciple will always be like the teacher. Why do you observe the splinter in your brother's eye and never, never notice the plank in your own? How can you say to him, brother, let me take out the splinter that's in your eye when you cannot see the plank in your own? Hypocrite, take the plank out of your own eye first and then you will see clearly enough to take out the splinter of the other person's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we continue our reading from the letter of Paul to the Corinthians and here we speak about, uh, here we uh, hear about St Paul himself and how he understands what is his vocation and his mission and we hear that his task is simply to bring the, the gospel and the good news to people and it's not something that he asks money for. Uh, or that he asks any kind of reward for, but that he's, his, his main task is just to speak the words and allow the people then to listen to the words and to explain the gospel to them. It's a simple task that he's got, and of course we see some of that unfold in the letters that he sends, not only to the Corinthians, but to other people as well. Um, the questions that people have to ask of him uh, and the situations that they themselves find themselves in. Uh, St Paul finds himself responding to these things. Today uh, in the Gospel we hear uh, Jesus begin that passage by saying that he's going to tell a parable. But I'm not exactly sure that uh, St Luke uh, kind of leads us down the right road there because we're actually not listening to a parable because a parable is, is more like a, a story, isn't it? With a meaning and a, a provo- provocative uh, message. It's just like phrases that uh, that St Luke himself recalls, uh, perhaps from the lips of, of Jesus himself. Uh, and the first of those uh, phrases, of course, uh, is that you know a blind man will uh, you don't follow a blind man because you'll eventually fall into a pit uh, alongside him. Uh, 
And we're not sure whether that's an original saying from Jesus or whether Jesus was just simply uh, uh, recounting that um, and probably with a meaning that he wanted to, to put on it, that you don't follow uh, somebody who's going to lead you into some kind of danger or some uh, thing that's uh, going to end up being a bad ending. Um, maybe he's, he's speaking about his own teaching, you won't, you won't follow somebody uh, who leads you into something that's not good. Um, and then he has a kind of second phrase there, doesn't he, uh, about the teacher and the disciple, and the disciple's not greater than the teacher. So we're uh, kind of, not, we know, uh, I think, well, what that means, that uh, the disciple has to imitate the teacher, and the uh, disciple is not greater than the teacher. And I suppose when we look at St Paul in that first reading, we, we recognise that he he recognises that himself, that he's not uh, the message itself, uh, he's only the person who's carrying the message and hopes to be a good teacher and hopes to be a good example of, of what uh, he's receiving and then or, or what he's giving to other people. And then, of course, at the end, there's that famous saying about the... Uh, which probably Jesus might have borrowed as well uh, about the the scalp in your uh, somebody else's eye, and the, uh, you don't even notice the plank in your own eye. Uh, and it's quite a powerful uh, phrase, if you like, or, or, or expression, because we're we're very good at uh, spotting the faults in other people, uh, but not noticing the greater fault in our own life. So Jesus opens with, with saying that these are are parables, but I tend to think that they're not parables at all, uh, and and Saint Luke himself has made them out to be parables. But I rather suspect that they are sayings that Jesus himself uh, said in the course of his ministry, not particularly attached uh, to each other. The three the three expressions or phrases, and Saint Luke has just put them together, stuck them together, but they don't necessarily have any particular cohesion with. It. With the other, you know, with the other sayings. So, in our own life, uh, we recognise that just as Saint Paul himself says that 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 somebody has 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 given to us the good news. Somebody has given the gospel to us uh, to live in our own life. And as maybe as we look back, we remember all those people who who tried to give us that message, uh, who tried to be good examples. Uh, like St Paul in that, that first reading. And there are many lessons, uh, as the Gospel itself reminds us, that uh, to learn along the way. It's not as if you get the, the message and then that's it. Uh, you're always learning, always deepening that life of faith itself. Um, we're not following something that leads us to no end, uh, as that first example said. We're... we're we're, 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 we're being led to something, uh, not by blind people. We're not going to fall into a pit. Uh, we're falling to a certain end, if you like. And we know along that road that we've got teachers, haven't we? Teachers who, who will show us, people who will give us examples and instruction and people who will tell us by their own story in life uh, what to do and, and where to go. Uh, will give us wise things uh, in order to follow as well. 
and very often it, it's 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 earthly things, isn't it? You know that that, that we learn along the way, uh, not to judge uh, somebody for their small faults when we realise that in our own life uh, that the faults are even greater. Um, it almost makes us draw up short when we, we realise that. Where we we pick out the the faults and other people that are are small and really not all that important compared to the big things that are going on in our own life. So today again we we try to live out that gospel in daily life, that good news that we've received um, and to grow in it as well, uh, not just to receive it and, and to put it to a side as a, some kind of ornament, uh, but we grow in that, that faith, that love of God and that love of each other and that road of discipleship that we take each day. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who give us the gift of true prayer and of peace, graciously grant that, through this offering, we may do fitting homage to you, and by partaking in the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift. Since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. 
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life through the food of your word and heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. 
and we continue to ask Mary special help and protection in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.